Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express Okay, okay, okay. Um, was, was everyone here last time? I, I forget. I was not. Uh, it uh, was. Would someone like to uh, uh, do a I, recap? I would be happy to. Excellent. <laughs> uh, yes, Jean Paul. So the, those those fools back in England, they were they were misled. You see, the uh, oh. it was it was all a setup from the very beginning. Mohammed just wanted to bring the simulacrum to Istanbul. There was never any magic scroll to destroy it. What ridiculousness! Ah, of course. He's 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 right now on his way back to England. Serves him right. And oh, yes, I'm sorry. I, I agree. Going back to England <laughs> would serve him right. However, I believe his purposes are very nefarious. He's going to put the simulacrum on. We must stop him. Come, hurry, quick. We must get uh, yeah. to the train. Uh, very well, yes. Uh, come along, Henri. I can't well, believe we, those... We were ready to, to board the, uh, the express already, so... I can't believe those fools in England were so easily misled. <laughs> Terrible detective work. We should have just thrown it into the Black Sea as pl- as we planned, as w- as we as some of us wanted to. <laughs> um, so it you you is... were sorry you you were in sorry? you were one of the ones who started this whole mess in England, weren't you, John Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder how you. I, I, was. I wonder how you were so very easily misled. Nonetheless, well, I, I did spend much of the time without adequate provisions, and I'm sure that has has altered my thinking. <laughs> Nonetheless, I I must uh, inform you, your friend, uh, Professor Henry, is dead. Oh. Smith. Oh dear. Professor Henry Smith, yes. Sorry. Yes, Professor Julius. Smith. Julius? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you saw him or you just heard hey, him? No, there, we, there's a we reason saw why I do the paperwork. We saw him. He was he had been captured by Mehmet and brought and brought to that foul mosque. Oh oh yes, that's place. We we saw him. We spoke to him. There is no doubt. Are you going to tell him about the condition he was in? I believe Ooh. I did. I believe I did not. Okay. That is is a loss for the world, but uh, so many people have died. If I tell him about the condition he he was in, then I might have to tell him how he actually died. <laughs> uh, and that might suddenly become a very long discussion. <laughs> Come, what are we standing around here for? Yes, we must go. Make haste. The train is about to leave in a convenient five or six hours. 
Can I get each of you to make a con roll, please? Con roll. No. The rot has begun. Yep. Easy. And 82, which would be a fail, just. And 89 would be a fail. Oh, come on. Am I the only one? <laughs> I will get Looks that on myself. Consternation. <laughs> Is that everyone failing except Toma? Jim. That's yeah. what it sounded like. No, and, and me. Oh, okay. And he, okay. He, he passed. Well, that's good. Okay. That's I just, would expect nothing less of Ari. That's just what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's just who I want with me to, That's just who I want with me to save the world as a French butler. It's <laughs> <laughs> my first choice. Uh, just a moment. Uh, you can imagine you're all. Um, Running or heading towards the station as quickly as you can. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, those of you who failed, uh, can you roll con again? Okay. I can succeed, but not pass. So that is. Uh, Jean Paul Okay. I succeeded. Ninety-two. It's a fail again. Okay. Uh, right. Let's see. Okay. 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 Um, Jean Paul, can you roll right. a d twenty, please? Ooh, I do have one of these. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Um, as uh, you are heading, just make a note of that there. As you um, are following the others um, in the direction of the station, you notice um, a small patch of skin on your forearm has started to discolor. It is. Um, it, it reminds you of the sort of beginning of necrotic rot. I was going to say, and I bet it smells like that too. <laughs> um, Jan, can you also roll a d20? Yes. Six. Six. Can you roll another d20? Okay, as you are running, um, four, you say, yes, um, your leg, um, specifically your left leg, is giving you a bit of a um, bit of discomfort, and if you stop to examine it or find out what's going on, mm-hmm. you see that your veins are sort of swelling and bulging out from under your skin on your left leg. Okay. Um, Yuck. (laughs) The gout. 
Just the gout flaring up. Tell you what, this bit of the scenario is a bit bloody complicated. Um, I have to <laughs> make note of everything. Right. Okay. It is, um, let's say, for the sake of convenience, it is about 6 a.m. Um, uh, it took about that long for the others to escape and. Um, make their way to the police station or the sorry the embassy and convince the the army to be mobilized um, by the time they stormed the um, the mosque and you have left the uh, the the army behind uh, it's around 6 a.m so I will need to keep track of time um, Let's see. Are you going to head directly to the station? Yes. Okay. Um, if if for no, if for no other reason than because we need to find out what the what the train schedule was. Yep. Sure. And then, and then figure out could he have you know based on our knowledge of kind of when he left us could he have gotten a train already so he's already moving mm -hmm. and we need to go take a plane and get try to get ahead of him. <clears throat> or has he not left yet, and so we can just board the train, the same train that he does? Yeah. Or, or okay. maybe even stop and him from boarding the train, right? So. Remind me, are we going back to to England? We are going. We, we are not. going. We are going as far as it takes to stop that monster, Henri. He is going back to England. How do How do we know that? Because he told he us. He told us. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly. <laughs> there was no doubt. He made a classic villain speech. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> he, has, he, he has a ritual. He, he cannot put on the simulacrum as it is uh, without destroying his body. But there is some kind of ritual back at his antique shop in England, which will allow him to somehow put on the simulacrum. Um, question, Jean-Paul, if you physically saw the professor when he was burnt, oh, yeah. these guys met the professor then, then who was the professor that who was burnt actually your professor? The man that I saw burned, I definitely believe is the same man that introduced us to this caper. That's your question? That answers yes. your question? Yes. Yes, I'm sure of it. Yes, we talked with him, even though he was very weak, and his servant also would not have been fooled. Uh, his servant was there as well. You <clears throat> may make an idea roll. Okay. Uh, yes. The man you saw was very badly burned. Mm -hmm. um, he had the right 
kind of build to be the professor, but you know most of his distinguishing features had been either burnt off or were swollen beyond recognition. Am I just making up the part about talking to him? You did talk to him. You remember you you spoke to him for a for basically a very short period. He he kind of yep. dumped a load of information into you. Right. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't sort of have time to have a you, know, you certainly didn't have time to ask him questions or Right, right. Have a real conversation with him. He basically yeah, uh, you also remember the manservant, uh, Beddoes. Mm-hmm. He was there. Um, yeah, exactly. He didn't really speak much to you except to um, give you uh, some some notes he had written. Um, he gave you some money, yes, a thousand pounds. He... He seemed upset. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, he seemed in 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 genuine distress, and rightly so. Yes, that is that is what you remember, Christian. Just thinking, thinking back and looking over our notes, that skinned body that the library, the um. The father found in the library. Could that have been Meadows? Because he had done what was needed of him after we met up with them and got on the track, thinking back that this has now all been this evil man's doing. Uh, I guess I can um, make some kind of roll to see if I think that, <laughs> if you're asking Jean-Paul. Yeah. Who was it that actually discovered the body? Do, does anyone remember? Uh, that was Father Vincent and yeah. Hugo, I think. Father Vincent, yeah. But I think the others were there. Let's see here. Plans to go to the British Library. Boom. Were we all there? I thought we had split up and... We might have, yeah. Yeah, I thought we were split on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Library, Hugo. Uh, Yes, you're right. JP, uh, Jean-Paul went to the uh, museum directors and count somebody or other. Fine, skinless man, says Father Vincent. Yep. So Hugo is not there either. Ah, there we go. On January yeah, 9th. Was only the father. Yep. And now his it, assistant. Is he dead or, I don't remember, is he dead or is he in a hospital somewhere? Oh, he's dead. Okay. He got, oh, the he got he barbecued. He, okay. By the, um, uh, what's it called? That Baron? The Duke. The Duke. The Duke. Okay. That's right. When the, when we threw the duke off the train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I threw the um, I threw the pretend scroll off the train, and then the duke got annoyed with me and barbecued me. 
<laughs> Rude. <clears throat> okay, um, you make it to the station, and you inquire about timetable of the Orient Express, um, and they will inform you the next service departs at 4.30 p.m. When was the previous service? 4.30 p.m. Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. When do when when we when do Jan and I believe that whatever his name is had left us, Mohammed? Um, it could have been no more than three hours before the storming of the okay. Mosque. So th- okay. So there's no way he could have boarded the Orient Express yet. Right. And I'm pretty sure he was he was clear that he was taking the Orient Express, right? That was that was like important to him for some reason. Yeah. Maybe just because he's arrogant and wants the fancy train. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I, you know these yeah. criminal types. Also, they always mess up somehow. Yeah. Also, my question was actually trying to lead to somewhere. I, I sort of got <laughs> sidetracked. Um, if he was pretending to be your friend, does this mean he has the capability of looking like other people? I have no reason to believe that Mehmet was pretending to be my friend. So you do think that was definitely the professor? Well, I mean, as far as I can tell, yes. I mean, he spoke and seemed like the professor. Obviously, he was missing his fine mustaches, but uh, he'd been in a fire. I I mean, I suppose it could have been somebody else, but... Uh, it seems unlikely but, that uh, this villain would have burned himself just to pretend to be somebody. It could have been somebody else pretending to be. Well, not Smith, that, I suppose. Not the Randall no, himself. Uh, sorry, go on, Randall. Yeah, when we when we saw the professor, because that's the session that I missed. When we saw the professor back in the, um, when he was captured, was he burned? You know, or was he one piece? Well, he was not. He was not in one piece, but he was. He was not. <laughs> he, he was not burned. He was not burned. Yeah. So. No, but he had. It's had, been months. He had had his arms so, and legs cut off, but he was not burned at uh, all. I, he was merely. Oh, I miss that part. Weak and sickly. Awful. So that's not the same man that uh, spoke to Jean Paul. I don't believe it could have been. Don't believe there's any way it could have been. Ah, yeah. he been in prison longer than a month. This man, Professor, the man you met and thought thought was Professor Smith. So Toma and Yan, um, uh, Macriat basically told you directly that he impersonated the professor. Oh. Oh, he oh, did? oh, I that's forgot. Right. Yeah. Okay. I totally, I, I totally missed that part. Uh, yeah. No. Yes, Makarat told us he had impersonated the professor back in England. <laughs> I, I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, as you, time. as you discuss yes. the condition of the professor in the cell, um, oh, now would be an appropriate time for Jean Paul to make a sanity roll. <laughs> you were waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> But but you can take comfort, John Paul, in the fact that he is now at peace. I guarantee it. <laughs> yes, no, I'm sure it is for the best. Um, roll uh, d6. Oh, 
uh, four. I apologize for not doing a better job reassuring you. <laughs> you 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 may also um, roll a d three um, at the realization that he is now in peace. <laughs> at peace, sorry, I should say. Uh, two. He is in pieces. No, but... no, no additional sand roll. Just some, just some more sand loss. No, no. I'm saying D3 sand gain. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Realization okay. that his suffering has ended. Okay. Yeah, that's what the others got at the end of last session. Okay. Um, uh, everyone should have rolled their ticks. Um, oh, I will do that. I'll if they had not. Um, um, I think I can get my library used to go up, and I think that's going to be really important. <laughs> Lloyd, can you make a con roll, please? Uh, yep. Okay. Okay. I rolled a 13, which is an extreme success. Um, everyone who's not Jan and Jean-Paul may make Spot hidden rolls. Including me? Uh, if you are not Jan or Jean Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah I. <laughs> nope, fail. Fail it by one. I'll spend that luck. Oh, I pass. I pass. Yeah, yeah, if, if you pass, you may notice that Jan is limping a bit on his left leg um, and. You may see that Jean-Paul sort of every now and again checks his um, his wrist. <laughs> see him sniff a little bit and make a disgusted look. You guys okay? No. Yeah? Jean-Paul? No. No. I'm not. I'm not well at all. I'm becoming one of those men, I believe. I'm, look at this. Yes. Rotting from the inside out. Yes, it's... I was having some trouble with my leg here. Look, oh, no. pull, up, pull up my leg. Uh, my oh. leg. Perhaps we should see a surgeon and have it cut off. Before, yes, before it, that uh, would be good. We have several hours. I think that would be good. Um, so the mm, clerk that you ask uh, for the timetable for uh, says, "Would you would you like to book tickets?" Yes, we would. Uh, we've got to get our money. Oh, I pres- I've always presumed that Jean Paul just has a never ending <laughs> supply. Of, yes, exactly. Here, this man will pay. I'll push John Paul forward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like uh, five five tickets, please, for the luxury cabins. Um, to where? To uh, London. Ah, yes. To Calais and to England. Yes. Okay, very well. Um, he sort of checks... Um, some ledger. He says, uh, "Yes, there are there are five um, tickets available. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, some of you will have to uh, to share with with others. Um, there's only one. That's okay. 
double yeah, buff. Fine. Yeah. Uh, very well. Um, he charges you some large Arm amount of money, such as <laughs> probably 120 pounds. Yeah. Quick question, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're buying the tickets, are they asking us about our our luggage? How much are we taking? Um, you know, no. Um, they, they, no, they 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 will accommodate almost any amount of luggage. You have seen people uh, board the Orient Express with you know the equivalent of ten large trunks per person. I mean, they 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 are entire cars dedicated to to baggage, so they can accommodate anything within reason. <laughs> when, when exactly? When exactly do they do that? As soon as the train arrives, can we see the uh, can we see the people uh, getting the luggage into the train? Usually, when um, we have done yes, this, you yes, know, absolutely. So they um, they advise that you are there half an hour before departure, uh, so that your bags can be um, loaded in time. Um, the train itself. Uh, let's see when the train arrives um i do have this information somewhere um because obviously the, the the train will pull in they will have to spend some time uh getting it ready my question actually isn't going to be when the train arrives my question is going to be when do they first allow people to start boarding it i i believe that will be about half an hour before departure Okay. Um, I believe it would be. I believe it would be good to. Uh, he's very good at disguises, so we might not be able to spot him straight away. But it is at least we, worth, we might it spot is, the. It, it is at least worth the effort. Taking note. Well, of the we we might spot the, the the simulacrum. As a particularly large and heavy. Yes, trunk. I'm sure that I'm sure he'll exactly. use our trunk. <laughs> um. Well, regard, regardless, it is, worth, it is worth taking a look. Question to the ticket guy. Um, excuse me, but has anybody recently, besides us in the last hour or two, bought a ticket? A guy. A friend of ours. He's, uh, yeah. I'll describe him. A friend, you say? Um, yeah, we're just trying to catch up with him. Okay, um, so, so, so how, are you, how are you describing him? Um, I'll let those guys describe him because I don't think I've actually seen him. <laughs> him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll describe the... Uh... Makirat. Yeah. Okay. Um, at make... Least, at least the version a... of Makirat that we saw. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot give you um, information about other um, passengers. Uh, of, of course not. That's, most that's, irregular. Of course, that's fine. You will give us the, uh, you, will, you will presumably give us the, the directory as you always do, no? I mean, I believe it is customary for there to be a passenger directory aboard the, the train. Once it's the printed. conductor will have the... This. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Very well, yes. Did not realize this was all such a big 
Hush, hush. I mean, it seems a little strange, but where you cannot accommodate us and uh, looking for our friend, I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure the uh, the, the the wagon Lee company will not be in any way disappointed with you. And, uh, well, 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 come now, sir. Come now, sir. Um, um, uh, what is your friend's name? Uh, Mehmet Makirat. Looks down into the ledger. Um, I do not believe we have a passenger that name. I'm sorry. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. I believe we we there is there is another danger that we should uh, that we should take care of that we should take care about. Mm-hmm. If I certainly believe it is worthwhile for us to be here. And uh, to observe the passengers preparing and boarding, just on the off chance that we might see him and he is not in disguise. However, were he to see us, mm-hmm. this could pose a greater risk. This could pose a great risk because he believes that Jan and I are probably dead by now, and the rest of you, who knows. In fact, that rather loud raid on the mosque may have changed his plans. Mm. Well, we can certainly like get some some local clothing or some such. It sounds like he still has to get back to England no matter what. Well, this but much you is, say, this, this uh, Toma, is, there is this air travel is, between here. Yes, he could, he could air travel. Or he could change his plans. He could fly by air. He could take a take a ship. He could just take another train. Yes, there isn't. I mean, he'd have to go. The quickest train to get there is the Orient Express. So I, I would say we get on the train, we see if we can find him, you know, um, and uh, if we don't, we get off on the next stop and we take a plane to England. I wonder if it would not be if it would not be worthwhile for at least perhaps at least one or two of us to just take a plane for England now, beat the train there, go to this antique store of his, and try to find. And destroy the scroll he's looking for. There aren't any planes to England. Oh. Not at this time. We, this, this, in this day and age, there aren't any planes directly to England. Well, the, where uh, are there the planes mountains, to? The mountains are too high. The planes can't fly there? over the mountains. Sorry. So are there are no planes from here or no planes to England? I mean, once we get somewhere civilized, can we fly a link to uh, England? Uh, so, so okay. What you what you know in in early nineteen twenty three is that there is um, commercial air travel um, for for passengers, but the you know, there's no such thing as a direct flight from Constantinople to London. Um, they they are short flights, and you, know, you you would get one flight, say, from Constantinople to Bucharest, um, and you know there there may be sort of one of them scheduled each day, and then you'd have to get a flight from Bucharest to Belgrade, and there might be 
one of those a day, and then you'd have to get from Belgrade to Budapest. Um, you, um, you see how that's slower than the train. Well, if, if, not, if, you, you, you also know that there's there's lots of delays according yes. to the to the weather. Um, yes, even if even if it even uh, even if there is a plane after plane, that is a number of planes and many many opportunities for delay or cancellations. Yes. Well, it appears that the train is our best bet then. Unless if we unless, are on the train, we've got the better chance of catching him on the train. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, unless, John Paul, you have the resources to perhaps purchase your own plane <laughs> <laughs> and hire a pilot for it. Any, any chance of that? Well, I believe my company may be I may not be able to run my company. I would have to liquidate everything, I'm sure. But uh, well, so, certainly this is not important. This is not that important. So, right, it's just saving the world. I understand. <laughs> perhaps, uh, it would take time. I think it would take several days. Yes, I, I could probably start putting the the work in motion while we were traveling. Um. So. Then shall we just uh, rest up someplace somewhere before we uh, before the train departure? Uh, excuse me, Monsieur. Is there a uh, the the uh, the Wagonly uh, medical uh, personnel? Are they are they here, or is the local hospital a more appropriate place for for me to visit? I, I worry about the local hospital. Perhaps you you uh, oh. gentlemen provide some service. Oh, we we can we can call for a doctor for you. Ah, uh, thank you. Um, yes, doctor, and uh, perhaps I can get a day room at the uh, at the uh, that nice hotel there, and he can come find me there. So you you still have hotel rooms at perfect the hotel. Um, you you yeah. have not checked out yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, all your, across the all your stuff is there. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we should collect our luggage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now that we know we have time, we should. He'll kill us there. Let's go. So yeah, I will ask him to send a, 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 a Orient Express recommended doctor to the to the hotel. They will certainly organize that. Okay, it's well, probably... I, will, I will hope that most of the of the cult was either killed or detained by the police on the raid on the mosque. So I think the. We shouldn't worry about that, Jim Paul. Yes, yes, that does as well, not worrying. Take care of your hand, though. <clears throat> I wish we knew where in the city the Makirat was holed up waiting for the train. It would make... Uh... Mm. Mm-hmm. We could just go confront him there, but I don't believe there's any chance we will find him. Just simply looking around. We would need a, a large number of informants. So, shall we rest before return at, uh, the train is at 4.30, boarding at 4, perhaps return yes. about 3, 3.30? Yes, I think on. rest is... Secrete ourselves variously around the uh, station and then board at the last moment? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good to me. Um, so you head back to the Parapalace Hotel. 
Um, it's probably about 8 a.m. by the time you arrive. Um, breakfast is still being served if you are interested. I can't eat with this smell. I will wait the doctor. And once again, Lloyd, can you make a con roll? Okay. Um, 47 success. Okay. Um, so you're basically just going to um, clean yourselves up, um, rest, get your luggage ready. Um, at some point, the, the doctor will arrive and will see to you all. Um, certainly, I think Tomo and Yan have some, some injuries. Uh, Jean-Paul, as you uh, are the one who called for the doctor, the doctor will come and uh, examine you and say, what, what seems to be the problem, sir? My, I have developed some ne- ne- necropsy, whatever, however you say. Oh, what? What? Oh, show me, show me. I show him. Oh my goodness, this is... What, what's happened? I do not know. It is some sort of disease, I'm sure. I've never, never seen anything like this. This is... I could not stand it. It needs to be removed. Yes. And, and, and my leg, I, doctor. I, I wouldn't know where to start. Um, uh, Fire, a knife. I'm sure you would know where to start. Come along. I would have to take you to the hospital. This is... This is Let's go. This, uh, but, I have four hours. It would... It, it, your, your, your arm... You'd basically yes. have to cut most of it out. Okay. Uh, uh, very well, sir. Um, and and doctor, if if you could have a look at my leg as well. Okay. Um, you you show him the 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 swelling and the the veins bulging. Well, what what happened to your leg? I'm not quite sure. It just started throbbing like this. Well, um, I can prescribe a painkiller and I would advise you to to rest it, but um, I'm not entirely sure what I could do. Okay. Thank you. Um, Okay, Jean-Paul, so you want to head with the doctor to a medical facility so he can cut the rotten flesh out of your hand. Okay. Very well. Um, he will take you off to do that. Um, he he will advise that you be admitted to hospital and um, under observation will, for the. I will argue as strenuously as I can that the, the stuff should be removed, cauterized, bandaged, and as an outpatient thing. And and Henri will help me uh, look after me. However, they tell him to. It's very reliable. Okay, so you you basically go off and will spend four or five hours doing this. Yep. Okay. Very well. Um, let's see. Um, 
Lloyd, make three more con rolls, please. <laughs> okay, three more. Okay, yep. success, fail, 95, and success. Okay, so around um, 10 o'clock, when the others have already, um, or maybe Jean-Paul and, and Henri have heads off to some clinic somewhere or some facility with an operating theatre, um, you start to notice... What do you start to notice? Roll a d20, please. D20, okay, that's three. Three, okay, roll another d20. Ten. Okay, so you're maybe... Maybe if you've had a bath or shower and you've um, uh, changed your clothes and you're lying down when... Your your chest starts to become, or rather, sorry, your your abdomen starts to become rather, rather itchy. Um, as you sort of try and scratch at it, you come across some some very strange dry skin. It's sort of a, a, a large patch of skin on your stomach has started to to dry, and it's dried so much that it's it's beginning to crack. Oh. Okay. You should have that cut out as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll just ignore it for now. Very wise. Um, okay. So, the rest of you are basically going to wait till around three o'clock. Maybe have some food. Um, um, so it takes about that long, but um, but basically, Jean-Paul, the doctor will um, sedate you. Um, he will apply some some you know, give you some some fairly powerful drugs and um, the best kind of topical anaesthetic he has available and then performs what is still some quite painful surgery as he cuts into your your arm and tries to remove the um the rotten flesh yeah Henry uh, will, will stay with John Paul as long as as he came yeah and once he does so he will uh, clean it up to the best of his ability and um Bandage it up, cauterize when necessary. Um, did my um, did my D twenty roll tell whether it was my left or right arm, or should we roll for that too? Um, flip a coin. All right. Low is left on a D six, and I get a four, so it's my right. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, you may reduce your decks by five. Alright. Done. Okay. Um, and then feeling rather woozy from all the um, sedatives yeah. and painkillers, uh, Henri can, can take you back to the hotel. Excellent. I guess probably to the train, or most fairly directly. 
been that long. Uh, did anyone, any of the others, want to do anything between then and three o'clock? I think just rest my leg. Where is, forgive me for uh, my poor memory, what what happened to the Mimsahis? Where is that? Was that was I think it was in the trunk with the simulacrum, right? So that he would have that too? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I think in the, after the car crash, if they saw it, it would have ended up with them. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to take him? Yeah. Okay. So, around three o'clock, you head back to the station with all your luggage. So, are you going to try and make some attempt to sort of stay hidden and observe the other passengers boarding is that is that right yep how are you going to do this are you going to are you going to ask them to load your luggage on first or sort of i think we would give them our luggage and say yep you know, okay please, please load this and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you know try to secrete ourselves separately around the around the um platform you know, or places, okay. or places where right, you know, a cafe or a yeah. so something. you know, if the five of us are all separated and kind of split out, so we can see you know different parts of the platform and the entrances and whatever, and then mm-hmm. we'll just all plan to board at the last moment and compare notes in case any of us saw him and know what he looks like. Okay, um, so good plan. At um. I, t- I, took around... the, I took the hour of planning during our training day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that in the Turkish course really helped a lot. Yes, it's a, it's a shame that you did not take those hours during during our training day. Well, I mean, they were electives. I I, I did think the botany and the uh, herbology <laughs> would be better, but I mean, you know, you know my garden, Toma. We both got our. Our training worth. Um, okay, so you, you you arrive at around half three. Is that is that correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. At um, at four o'clock, um, the you see the Orient Express pull into the station, and no one departs. No one. No one um, uh, disembarks, and you realize that it's probably been taken to some nearby depot for you know, the, 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 the first one. The, the train arriving in Constantinople would have arrived some hours before, maybe. Oh, Everyone yep. got off. Then they take it away, give it a thorough cleaning and restock and the like. So... You do not actually see anyone disembark, but as it uh, arrives, there is there is a bustle of activity as you see porters begin to, to load luggage on. Um, you see the various other passengers 
um, arrive in and they they head up and they show their tickets and they get shown to their to their particular um, cabins. Um, you may all make spot hidden rolls. I'm gonna take a penalty die on this one. Nope, I fail. Zero one. Was that zero one? Oh, zero five. <laughs> nice. I got ID extreme success, and I failed. Um, so, so Lloyd, you you got the zero one, but you've never nine. actually. Oh, sorry, you got zero nine, but you've never actually yeah. seen Macriat, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, who else did very well? Zero, f- zero 05. Zero 05, is that, is that an extreme? Yes. Okay, um, you also have never seen Mac React. Quite. No, but I, I'm i also looking for the, you know, piece, uh, big piece of luggage that came. Sure, sure. You see, you, see, you see lots of big pieces of luggage. <laughs> um, you see lots of, of large trunks that could... Potentially have pieces yeah, of semi-lacrim. But, but um, is it our trunk? Because I believe it was no, in the no, trunk. You, no, you, okay, they took it out of the trunk to do you the do thing. not see your trunk. Um, um, even even with those rolls, um, you uh, Toma and Yan. Did any of you get a spot hidden? No. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you do not see. Mehmet Macriat. Well, it was worth a try. Well, that's good, so, though. Um, We've never seen him. Presumably he's never seen us. He doesn't know what we look like. We no. Uh, well, I would I would mention, if John Paul mentions that, after we uh, mm. regroup and board the train, I would say, no, he's... <laughs> He, well he seemed informed. very familiar with everyone, yes. Very well informed. Mm. Certainly he has seen you if he was uh, masquerading as the professor and talking yep. to you in England. <laughs> and apparently I've seen him, but not in his current form, yes. He was not burned when you saw him? Not in the slightest. Interesting. Hmm. Do you think he's able to use those skins and, and wording as as masks? The skins that people in- who took on other people's as, body parts. As Henri says this aloud, you can certainly all make sanity rolls. <laughs> I botch. Twelve. I pass. I fail. I pass. Um, I'd say zero for passing and D two for failing. It's uh, it's hardly the most terrifying thing you've had to consider. That'll be all two of it. Yep, me too. 
Okay, you um, wait, uh, and it's getting closer and closer to half past four. By around um, quarter past, most people have boarded by now. Um, I will um, wander dizzily over to the train and get on. Okay. Same here. Um, Same here. So, are you, are you, 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 so that's uh, Jean-Paul and, and Henri, I assume, and Lloyd approach? Lloyd, yep. Yep. Tom and Yan, are you going to head along as well? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so, yes, the... Um, but we're all coming Staff. from different parts of the station to sort of... Okay. Well, as as you all head over, um, a member of staff will, will ask to see your tickets. Show them my ticket. Okay. Um, and you will all be directed to... Wait till I double-check something. Um... Oh. Wait, I, I I had something for this, didn't I? Yes, <laughs> there it is. I had printed out the particular yeah. notes I needed. Ah. Right, okay, yes, so there is. Um, those of you who have travelled on the Orient Express before know that there is not just one Orient Express that is unchanged the whole route from Calais to uh, Constantinople. Rather, various trains get added and removed at stops along the way. Um, so there is basically a, a a section of the train that will travel all the way from Constantinople to Calais. Um, you are booked into the first-class cabin in that section. Um, there will also be a sort of second-class uh, coach that is travelling all the way um, to Constantinople, uh, to, to Calais, sorry, um, at various points, you know, the, the engine and uh, various coaches will be moved and um, replaced and... But you, 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 you can have a you can have a good idea of the the sections of the train that will be there for the whole journey. Um, so you are all directed to the first class um, Kelly coach, where you are met by the conductor of the coach, who will once again uh, ask for your tickets. Okay. And assume you hand them over, and he will um, inspect them. And ah, uh, uh, did you decide? Um, so when you booked the tickets, you were informed that there would be um, one cabin that the uh, two investigators can share, and then the. Right, this this is how it goes. Uh, there is one cabin that two investigators can occupy, one double cabin. There are two spots in shared cabins, so two of you will have to share with, with another guest, and there is one single cabin. So you have to decide amongst yourselves who is going to either be sharing with another investigator, sharing with a stranger, and 
on their own. Well, clearly Jean-Paul and Henri should get the cabin by themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And okay, I, that sounds good. I, I am. I will share with the stranger. That's fine. Uh, I, I'm Bulgarian. Would, yeah. I'm used to that. I will share with a stranger as well. Leaving Lloyd. I'll get the room to myself. Very well. Lloyd is down there. Okay, so um, Jean-Paul and Henri, you are directed to cabin number one. Jan, you are directed to cabin number two. Toma is directed to cabin number three. Um, six. And Lloyd, you are directed to cabin number seven. And I'm sorry, which which cabin was that, Jonathan? Um, Jonathan, two. Two. Correct. So, um, Jean-Paul, Henri, and Yann, you, in, 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 in cabins one and two, you um, share a bathroom between you, basically, um, which is quite nice. Toma, uh, sharing with someone else in cabin three, you would share a bathroom with cabin four. And then Lloyd um, is, there are then two more double cabins, each sharing a bathroom. And then cabin seven is just on its own. And unfortunately has no bathroom of its own, rather just has a sort of um, a sink, and you would have to go to the facilities at the end of the cabin. So there are six... Six... matter. (laughs) Six um, double rooms um, at the front, cabins one to six, and then uh, four single cabins, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Um... So Jean-Paul and Henri, you are uh, directed to, to cabin one. You can go there and um, do whatever you want to do. Jan, um, uh, directed to cabin two. When you arrive in cabin two, um, your cabin mate is already there. And um, he will loudly introduce himself to you. Hi there, nice to meet you. Name's Jack, Jack Gatlin. Well, hello, Jack. Jan Nikolaev. Nice to meet you. Uh, where are you from? Bulgaria. Bulgaria? Hmm. Very nice. Nice to meet you. A- and, and you? That sounds like an American name. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Good old US of A. Oh, what take, what brings you out here to Constantinople? I'm a, I'm a journalist. Oh, for what uh, paper or magazine? Um, he will tell you some um, title that you probably won't recognize. Um, <laughs> you, you can make a, I'd say, make a hard no roll. That's a ten, 17, which is no roll, edu. Uh, yes, I make a hard no roll. Okay, so for some reason, maybe, maybe you're a, a secret fan of them, but um, uh, you, you, you recognize the publication he works for is, is one of the less reputable uh, gossip magazines or or. or Gossip columns, I suppose. 
They have a really oh. good gardening column. That's yeah, nice exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I remember uh, when you did the uh, uh, the cryptid vegetation article. <laughs> <laughs> On so-and-so. Yes, yes. Well, a fan. Oh, very well. Well, I'm um, uh, the Orange Express. It's the... Uh, Greatest place to get a uh, gossip on the uh, rich and famous. Yes, yes, most certainly. I I saved up for quite some time to come on this journey. It's been looking forward to it for some time now. Okay, so you can chat to him for a bit. Yeah, uh, just kind of feel him out. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, Look and make sure that if I notice any scars or. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can certainly check for scars. <laughs> Probably at some point see him changing clothes and you can look at him as he does that. <laughs> um, Toma, uh, you are directed to cabin three and you find a um, middle-aged, um, early 40s, late 30s, um, Englishman. He's a tall man with a bristly moustache and a very, very English accent. Uh, when you say but tall, you can't do that. how tall was uh, uh, was uh, Makarat? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Is he like? Is this guy like noticeably taller than Makarat? Yes. Okay. Um, if you had to rate the size of Mehmet Macriot on a scale from 0 to 100, you would say he was about a 65. <laughs> um, this gentleman is closer to an 85. Okay. Hello? Ah! Nice to meet you. Hello. Uh, as he says that, he sort of raises an eyebrow. Uh, Sir Robert Harrow, at your service. Tomaganoff. Oh, uh, do you often travel on the Orient Express? Well, recently, it seems I do, yes. Uh, Sophia Police on official business. Oh, I say, um, uh, how exciting. What, um, what, 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 what kind of business? Uh, the kind of business that we cannot talk about. Ah, yes, well, mm, very well, mm, I see, that's probably a, mm, a bit like a, a bit like a secret agent, eh, as a spy. Ah, uh, well, yeah. and what do you do, <laughs> sir? Oh, uh, you know, a bit of this, a bit of that. Play cards. Very important, very important man, you to have been knighted. Well, yes, well. Member of Parliament once, you know. That was boring. Um, ah, I see. Safari, safari, I like safari. But, uh, but recently, uh, I've been um, looking for a wife, you see. <laughs> Orange Express. Great place to uh, to try people out for the role, if you know what I mean. 
I assumed you were looking for a wife in Istanbul. Well, no, not a local, no. <laughs> a good Turkish woman. Well, certainly made acquaintances with many good Turkish women, but... Uh, uh, back to England now. Well, I expect I will largely stay out of your hair, so enjoy the ride, sir. Yes, yes. Um, and Lloyd, you are shown to your single cabin where you have no one to talk to. <laughs> I'll settle down in my room and put up my feet and relax. Okay. Oh, and check my side with the skin. Yeah, I'm yes. sure it hasn't got worse. Um, it hasn't gotten worse, but it hasn't particularly gotten better. So, um, at exactly 4.30pm, the train pulls out of Serketchi Station and heads slowly for the southern periphery of Istanbul. Very well. Um, How many first-class cars are there? Sorry. There are ten cabins in total, um, six of which are double cabins. And cars. cars, There is only one first-class car to Calais. There there are other first-class cars, but you know they're not traveling all the way. Okay, so we also know that people change their minds. We certainly did that. So right, but my my assumption being that Makirat is kind of a arrogant bastard. Should be on this car, right? Yep. I just don't. I don't see him. (laughs) You know, right? In in the steerage. And um, so, thinking that we are all traveling to England. And maybe he's on the same car that we are. Precisely. Uh, I'm going to go knock on Jan's cabin. Okay. Uh, I assume. Come in. Come in. Jan will open it, uh, or um, uh, Jack. I've already forgotten his name. Jack, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jan, okay. a, a word with you, if I may. Oh yes. You step out here, please. Mm-hmm. Step out. So I figure Makirat. I cannot see Makirat traveling at a lower, traveling at anything other than first class. Your uh, roommate could he? Is he too big? Too small? Is he a potential candidate to be Makirat? Jonathan, size size wise, is he a fit? Um, there we go. Um, um, yes. Okay, but I haven't seen anything that would indicate, like, scars or... You have anything not. untoward. Well, well, perhaps we should put him down as a potential suspect. Yes, potential indeed. My my cabin mate appears far too tall, so 
Still a potential suspect, but I think rather less potential. I'm not certain that Makurat can change his size that much. Yes. Unless... So you're having this conversation in the um, in, just just outside the cabin? Yeah, we're just kind of whispering. Whispering in the hallway. Okay, okay. Very well. It would be good to get a look at the, uh, the those traveling in the other cabins. Yes. Perhaps at dinner, we shall see if anyone doesn't. We shall be able to uh, see those see in the dining car and identify if anyone does not show up. Right. Well, we can do that. That sounds good. Well, keep an eye out. I think I'm actually going to go to the uh, to the dining to the uh, saloon car now. Okay, yeah, I, I would I wanna, go too. I think I, I was going to find a smoking car. I want to see if or it's probably all smoking. They're all smoking. <laughs> yeah, okay. I want I want to see if there's anyone there, you know, so we can check them out and you know add them to the list or possibly okay, subtract um, so, them from the list and then just sure. hang out there. As you are um, having this hushed conversation um, near to cabin three you actually see um, two people uh, emerge from cabin five Um, you see a man and a woman Um, the man is sort of rather stout and hale man um, has a sort of red flush to his face um, this is common amongst those who like a tipple, um, grey in hair. The woman is about half his age with um, uh, deep red hair and green eyes. And uh, you see she's a rather sophisticated looking woman. They seem to be a, a elegant couple. Um, so you reckon the, the man is probably in his late 50s. Seems to have a aristocratic uh, walk to him and the young woman also appears similarly upper class and they walk together past you in the direction of the saloon car we will politely or the man will at least politely nod to you is he micro-rat sized Potentially. Cool. Um, are we? Okay. Can we remind me? Can we set? Is it possible to send and receive telegrams from the train? We have to wait to the station. You have to wait to the station, and so you know, at each station there will there will be somewhere where you can send a telegram. Okay. And receive telegrams. And... Okay. Very good. I think we'll post up in the saloon car. Yep. Reconnaissance. Okay, so you sort of head that way and basically follow in this 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 couple. Ah, good day, madam, gentle, madam, sir. Oh yes, nice nice to meet you. Um, uh, you will. Um, Tomaganov, yeah. and this is my friend Jan Nikolaev. Yes, oh. pleasure to making your acquaintance. 
I'm the uh, Count Henri de Brussy. And this is my, my wife, Emmanuel, Countess de Brussy. Well, very nice uh, to meet you. You are Henri de Brussy. You, you, fr- you are French, sir? Um, <laughs> yes, yes, they seem to speak French. Ah, excellent. We should introduce you to our friend. Uh, perhaps you have heard him. He is a very famous perfumer, Mr. Jean-Paul D'Augustine. Oh, yes, the, um, quite well-known the, perfumier. The Countess. Oh, yes, I believe I have heard of him. In fact, I believe I have some of his um, inventions. Oh, I would love to meet him. Well, we shall, we shall, we shall make sure that he, uh, that he, we shall come introduce himself to you. Oh, how delightful! She seems genuinely pleased at the um, opportunity. Wonderful! Look, we've made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> First for everything. <laughs> they are going to be player characters after we get after we get killed. <laughs> I think how can we lure this guy out of his disguise? What can we do in order to you know forcing out? Says Henri to Jean Paul in cabin number one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, Henri. Well, yeah, we could, we could wait. I, I'm, I'm certain he probably wouldn't keep Simulacrum in the in a trunk in the cabin car or in the luggage car. Probably would keep it in his cabin. Maybe you sneak about. into the rooms uh, and double check their luggage when people are at meals. I'm not. I'm not sure why you're talking about that just now, Jan. But uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. perhaps it might be safer to at least first attempt to uh, talk to the porter and find out if any of the if any of the passengers had a large, heavy trunk delivered to their cabin and not the luggage car. Mm. Probably talk to a porter about that. In fact, that's an excellent idea. Why don't you continue on to the saloon, and I'll go do that now. That's a wonderful idea. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go find the porter. Um, oh, the, the the conductor for this car? He would. He was the one who sort of showed you on to the, to the train and yes, handled that your work. baggage. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so, so each, each sleeping cabin has its own conductor that sort of sits at the the far end they have a little sort of cubby hole uh, near to um what will be cabin number 10 and that's where there's a sort of shared bathroom area for cabin 7 8 9 10 and um various little uh cupboards and other things so he will be sitting at the end there and he so he has a a list of all the passengers um, and be the one who comes and prepares your rooms for the night, sort of turns them around and gets them ready for sleeping, and it's kind of your first point of contact 
if you want anything. So, yep, you see him um, sitting at the end. He um, he sort of stands up as 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 you head towards him, and um, excuse me, might I have a private conversation with you? Uh, was certainly, sir. And I will flash my Sophia Police badge. Sophia Police, I just need a small piece of information from you. Not, nothing that would violate any any passenger confidentiality, nothing like that. Just a very simple question. Well, well. Yes, I, I, I will do what I can to assist the police. Ah, thank you, sir. Thank you for your, for your assistance. Uh, did any of the passengers on this car... Uh, Come with a very with a large, particularly heavy trunk that they had delivered to their cabin instead of the luggage car. Oh, um, to, to their cabin, you say? Um, no, no, I can't can't say that they did. Um, uh, as you know, the the cabins aren't particularly um uh, large. It would be quite uncomfortable to have a large trunk in the middle. They'd be most most irregular. Um. Uh, there were certainly quite a few passengers with 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 lots of heavy trunks, but they will all be in the uh, in the baggage compartments. Oh, what? What? Do you suspect someone has something, or oh, untoward, or, or yes, yes, dangerous? Yes, we 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 know for certain that someone on this train is uh, smuggling uh, particular antiques out of uh, out of out of uh, Turkey. Oh, uh, antiques, you say? That yes. Is... Uh, yes uh... Oh, well, I thought for a moment it might be something uh, much more unsavory, but uh, uh, antiques, I see. Um, well, they are, you understand, they are particularly valuable antiques and very important to the Turkish government. It is a matter of national pride to uh, not see them taken out of the country. I believe I understand. Um, well, if, if well, any, I, I, would you do me the favor? If anyone calls for their trunk to be called to be taken from the luggage car to their room, uh, please notify me. What? Yes, certainly, uh, you, um, Mr. Monsieur um, uh, uh, Toma, Toma, um, Genov. Genov. Yes. yes, you are. Uh, yeah, cabin number three. I see. Yes, yes. I will. Um, I will. I will. I will keep my keep my eye out and uh, inform you at once. Very good. Thank you, sir. Is is, is there anything else I can do for you today? Uh, no, that will be sufficient. Oh, well, this is quite exciting. Uh, how far away is the luggage car? Do we know? We would know where. It um, is, right. Yes. Um, so, do we have access, do we have normal access to the luggage car to go you know root around for a particular jacket smoking jacket that we need or something like that? No, basically. Um, so the Orient Express staff will go and get the luggage for you, but you 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 know that these are guarded and yeah they don't just let you in to go rummaging through. Okay. Okay, so we'll have to sneak in or force our way in somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I will go join Jan in the saloon then. Okay, uh, Lloyd, what are you doing um, uh, once you 
get yourself sorted. Um, he'd probably go into the saloon um, to basically look at the other people in the saloon and basically just try to work out who this Mehmet could be. Okay. Um, yeah, he's going to settle down. Yeah. Sure. Okay. As you as you um, exit your um, cabin, um, you you probably actually see um, uh, Toma heading back uh, in the direction of the saloon car. You see him coming from the end of the cabin where the conductor was. Ah, uh, Toma. Uh, I was hoping that we would uh, remain anonymous and uh, not particularly call attention to the fact that all five of us are traveling in a group, but uh, hello, Mr. Edwards. (laughs) Uh, I was just about to head to get a drink in the saloon car. I guess there's nothing for it now. Yes, Jan is already there. I'm on my way. Okay, I'll see you there. Well, pre- presumably, and I'll head we'll to the slinker. There, presumably, we'll walk there together. As you uh, do, you see, um, you see a small, rotund, balding man who wears rather thick bifocal glasses, and he um, he exits cabin number ten. Um, and he sort of peers at you from behind these thick pieces of glass and um, sort of nods a bit and makes his way past you. Opportunity. Is he Makirat sized or I'll say hello? When you say small, is he too small? He is he's a, a bit shorter um than Makriat was. Yeah. Um so Lloyd, you say hello? Hello. <laughs> um he will say uh in what is clearly not his his uh, first language. Uh, good good afternoon. Ah, my name's Lloyd. Seems we're all travelling to uh, it, this is the Calais car, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're all travelling to uh, Calais. Yes. Can anything I can call you? Um, Danton. Danton Zorbic. Danton. Danton Zorbic. Nice to meet you. Uh, yes, it is. It is nice. Uh, uh, good. Good day. Good day. He sort of. Awkwardly shuffles past you. Okay, well, continue walking on. Just glance back a couple of times to him and continue walk on. 
That was interesting. Time to shag the cabin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, perhaps you could ask the the cabin man there to, to send us some food. Sure, let me, let, me, let me arrange that. Thank you. I will, I will step out and uh, look for the... for the man. Okay, so the, the, the others have headed to the saloon car. Um, and Henri, you, you step out and you have to walk all the way down to the other end of the cabin to talk to the conductor. Um, as you do so, uh, you see emerge from cabin number eight um, a tall man with brown hair thick brown hair and a thin moustache he seems in his mid-forties and he is just sort of Waiting outside his his cabin, he he pulls a um a pocket watch out and he sort of peers at it and taps his foot. Just sort of he'll nod. I smile and I say, "Bon you?" Uh, uh, yes, uh, bon bonjour. <laughs> and uh, I'll talk, I'll talk to the you know. I request some some food for for both of us. Okay, so you so you walk past the man. Yes, and I, I will try to pick if he's got the door open. I will try to pick through. Uh, he doesn't. He he well, he's, he's he's exited and and sort of closed the door. But yeah, you don't. Where's you he don't going? Know. He Where's he's he going? just he's he's standing outside his cabin and he's he's waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will, re- you know, ask for food for both of us and go back to the cabin. Okay, so you, so you head, this, you head, this is you a head number down eight. to the end of the cabin and you talk to the conductor, yes? Yes, and then go back uh, to, to our room. Okay, so um, the conductor will say, uh, how can I help you, sir? Um, just wanted to order some food. Oh well, well, um, the, the the dining car would be open at um, uh, six thirty. No, my my companion is not feeling well, so we're thinking about uh, having some dinner there. Oh, I'm uh, very sorry to hear that. Um, uh, would you like food uh, now or or when the, the the rest of the train dines? We can certainly bring it to your room. You if, uh... you can time it for when the rest of the. All the train dines, and uh, but just make sure that it is delivered to to my to my room, please. Uh, certainly, certainly. Um, uh, Monsieur uh, de Beauf, uh, yes, and uh, Monsieur Dogustin, uh, yes. I will. Um, uh, do, can I? Can I? Can I send for a for a doctor for your companion? Is he? Um... No, I'm I'm taking care of him. Don't worry. Just oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay, so just to make sure, okay, and I will go back and uh, 
Uh, is is the man still standing there? Um, so actually, as you as you head back, you you see emerge from cabin number nine. A okay. hold on, from eight is where I saw this this man with uh, the mustache and the and the watch. Yep, and then from the cabin next to um, uh, his or n- number nine, you see mm-hmm. a a rather beautiful looking woman um uh she appears to be sort of mid 30s and um wearing a a very nice dress she has a she has a bit of a sort of a touch of touch of um what's the right way to describe this um she looks like she's she's been through some some sad times. She has a bit of a um, bit of a look. So she's she's experienced sadness, but she her eyes sort of light up as she she sees the the man uh, waiting for her, and she says, "Ah, shall we go to the to the saloon car?" Um, in an English accent that seems to have a touch of. Um, Touch of Spanish to it, yeah. um, and the tall gentleman says, oh, "Yes, yes, let's let's go, my dear." And they walk down in the direction of the saloon car. Okay. Um, I'll go back to him, um, John Paul. I will mm-hmm. tell him. Um, you know, I just saw a couple of passengers just, just, they just left. I was wondering if I should go, go ahead and check their, their cabins. It seems, uh, it might be difficult without, uh, arranging for the, the cabin conductor to, to leave. Uh, we would have to send him on an errand, or perhaps maybe we could get him to make up the bed. Uh, certainly, yes. If we tell him that I'm not well and the bed needs to be made up immediately, he will come in here, and you would step out to make room for him, and you could perhaps... Uh, I mean, I assume the doors are locked, but perhaps you could see what you can see. Yeah. We can try that. Um, let's rule out those two passengers that I just woke up. Let's do that. Um, so I'll, I'll step out and go back to the, you know, to the man. And um, so I, I just say what, what you know about the the doors is that they they don't really. You don't have a key. You don't lock them. Um, they 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 can be bolted from from the inside um, oh, when you're when you're in them. But basically, they rely on the conductor outside and just common courtesy for you not to go into other people's okay. rooms. <laughs> okay, having spades. I will step out and say, conductor, uh, I need your help. I need I need your help. Yeah, uh, uh, he, um, he sort of. 
stands up and then does a sort of quick step jog down to you. Yes, my, um, my, my companion is getting worse. You know, I've been the of the cabin. Oh my! Your, your yes, Paul, he, he, he's the conductor. Shall I go oh, to doctor, uh, sir? You, um, uh, no, no, I'm just recovering. They gave me a lot of of medicine at the hospital, but I, I feel I need to to lie down for a bit. Could you could you make up the bed, please? Oh yes, yes, certainly, sir, certainly. Thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll just uh, step out of your way here. Oh, and I'll also step out into the hall. Okay, so he sort of begins taking things off of the. You know, okay. I will hurry. I will hurry to go okay. and check nine and eight. Okay, so you you, you head off um, to check cabin number eight first, I assume. Yes, the closest one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, very well. Um, okay, you open the door to cabin eight and ro- make a sanity roll. As you see blood every no, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, um, uh, you see, uh, you know, some, some small suitcases and there are. Uh, clothes, obviously. He's got some alienware. I know the simulacrum, so I clearly understand uh, that if he wants to keep it either in one single piece or or uh, several pieces of luggage, um, it, I I kind of understand the size of those pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have a clear understanding of what to look for. Sure. So. Okay. Well, you you can you can tell immediately that there's there's nothing in here that could contain the entire Sedefka simulacrum, or you know, five pieces or so. <laughs> um, some of the suitcases you see could potentially contain an arm, mm-hmm. um, but there, there there's no way that there's anything that contain say the torso. Itself right. is quite a large piece. Close the door and move to okay. cabin number nine. Okay. Um, make a luck roll. Oops. And I'm in the hall also to to attempt to give warning or help. Mm-hmm. Out of. No, that is uh, no. Okay, so as you um, exit cabin number eight, um, you see from cabin number six, the door opens and a gentleman emerges and he looks straight at you basically I smile and I say bonjour alright I'm on the other side okay and says uh, bonjour monsieur what does he look like he looks rather tall he looks um 
Sort of Middle Eastern? Egyptian, possibly? Mm. And, yeah, he sees you sort of standing outside cabin nine. um, And, yeah, unless you say anything more, he will sort of turn and stroll up towards direction of Jean-Paul and the saloon car. Okay. Uh, What I will say is... um uh, we're just waiting for the a conductor to help us here. Very nice, very nice. Um, first class, don't you think? Uh, I really yes. like the, the the cabins. Look at the details, uh, you know, on the doors. <laughs> first time here. Are you are you speaking French? I will try. I will try French. Yes. Yep. Okay. So he sort of uh, responds in French. Oh, yes. Uh, first, first time on the Orient Express for you. Yes, first time. Oh, it is a wonderful, wonderful train. The the the, the only way to travel. I, I uh, can uh, see that. Yeah. If you want to travel around the world, and this is. This is the way. My name is uh, uh, Rama. Rama Hotet. Now you can call me Henry. Oh, Henry. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, this is nice to make your acquaintance. I guess we will be traveling together. Rama said? He said? Rama, yes. Okay. You are um, uh, French? Likewise. Yes. It's been a, uh, been a long trip. I spent some spent some enjoyable days in in Paris, uh, studying. Yes, it is a great city. Great city. Oh yes, the it's the cradle of civilization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Well, uh, nice to meet you. I will uh, uh, maybe see you again. Dinner, yes, for sure. So for dinner. Car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So I will just, you know, keep looking at the, you know, the whole structure here while I wait. He leaves. <laughs> Examine the engraving on the uh, on the sort of lampshade and. <laughs> yeah, well, what not? Yeah. Okay, so you see him. He, he uh, Jean Paul. He, he walks in your direction. And he, he nods. I'll step out of says, his way. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonsoir. <laughs> and, uh, heads passed into the saloon car. Okay, so I will check door number nine. Okay. Again, it's it's almost immediately obvious. There's there's nothing in here that could contain the entire okay. simulacrum. I close it and I move to door number six. <laughs> okay. Um, and open the door. Yes. And as you open the door, you see um, a. Young man standing within. He says, oh, oh. I'm sorry, wrong cabin. And I close the door. Okay. 
So, uh, well, yes. See, you you probably would have known that cabin number six was one of the double cars, but uh. <laughs> mm, okay. So, where are the doubles? One through uh, six. One through six. Yeah. One through six. Okay. Hmm. This kind of sucks. All right, so I will stand there and uh, just wait. At least okay. we uh, have rule out two of the the cabins already. There's so uh, Jean-Paul, the um, the the conductor, opens the door and uh, says, uh, the, "The the bed is made up for you, sir." Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Would, would, would do, you, do you still want a dinner scent? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I pat my stomach and I say, yes, yes, please. I'm sure I will be able to eat when the time comes. Oh, very, very well. Um, uh, can, I, can I get you anything? Some, some, some wine, some water? or um... Ah, some wine would be very good. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Oh, so, certainly, certainly. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that you are not feeling well. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure tomorrow I will be right as rain. I hope so, sir. I hope so. Okay. Um, uh, over in the saloon car, um, Jan and Toma, are you are you going to sit together or with uh, Lloyd? Might as well. Yeah. Okay. So you can. Yeah. Sit together on some of the nice leather chairs. Um, yep. Order some drinks. Yeah. I'll order a scotch. Very well. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, it has been time, or enough time has passed, that can I get um, Jean Paul? Lloyd and Yan to make con rolls. Oh God! <laughs> Zero five. Uh, I passed one finally. Let's see. Sixty-one. I pass. Regular pass. Mm. And I got a ninety-nine. <laughs> Uh, okay, Lloyd, roll a d20, please. Six. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do that one. Okay, uh, Lloyd, as you, um, sit there and, um, uh, audio scotch, the scotch arrives, um, your um, stomach is unfortunately still a bit itchy. Um, you um, take a swig of the scotch, and it's it's very nice. Seems to to steady your nerves a bit. And you reach up and you you sort of brush uh, some of your hair out of your um, your eyes, or you sort of just move it along your your forehead. And Jan and Toma, as you see him do this, basically the hair that he brushes out of the way 
just just falls out. <laughs> um, I look over to 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 Toma. <laughs> And Lloyd, you will you will notice this as yep. you sort of as you brush yep. it away, large clumps of hair sort of fall down into your lap. How long is this curse to go for? Are you not feeling well, Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> so uh Toma and Yan, you may remember that Macriat said yeah, You've probably only got a hundred hours. No, I'm not. Uh, yes. Time is short for you, I believe. For us all. We need this cleansing ritual. Yes, desperately. The question is, will we get to England in time? How long is the trip? Yeah, if we just go straight through. Um, You know that you should arrive. So this is day one. Um, uh, Three times, 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 times. You should arrive in Paris at around um, 9 a.m. on the fourth day. If we're only in Paris on the first day, there's no way we're going to make it in time. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, well. Uh, if I don't get the chance to say this again before you are consumed by this horribleness, it's been a pleasure to work with you, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, indeed, Toma. But uh, don't give up hope yet. You have to try. When I get home, I shall be sure to certain to light a candle for you. Well, I think this may, oh, by what you say, this may affect us all in the end. You believe you should be able to get to London in time. Um, but they only have a few hours <laughs> once you arrive. To have to act fast. Again, you also, you know, you may not believe that he was being literal in, uh, saying a hundred hours. Of course. Um... Okay, um, shall we end this session here? 
four. Um, okay, well, actually, one more thing. Oh, no, 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 never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we can we can maybe end as you're beginning to be called through to dinner. Um, it is about half past six. Okay. Okay. Nice. Very good. Excellent. Wonderful. Oh yeah. <laughs> too much tension. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> this is a. This is an interesting chapter. It's um. <laughs> yeah, it's called a chapter where they they all die <laughs> again, <Yeah>. again, <laughs> but slowly this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all so, right. thinking ahead, guys, um, this chapter you may be able to finish in two sessions. Depends. Um, Potentially, um, if you survive that, (laughs) um, (laughs) there is one further chapter after that, which uh, there could be around four sessions remaining. Uh, All right. Depends how much you drag it out and... (laughs) (laughs) Potentially so sometime fine. in December uh, we'll be finishing up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually. I, I certainly don't see it taking six. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so then, after that, we want to do something else, and then masks. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. The end is in sight, guys. Wow. Well, where are the others? How many sessions so have taken? This is session fifty-seven. Uh, yes. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> That's a sixth of everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jim, do you remember offhand Won't how many sessions? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it won't, won't quite be two years, but it will be approaching two years when we finish. <laughs> And it's only been a month in game. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been just over, really. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. February twelfth from January one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible, isn't it? Yep. Cool. We all have a good week. You too. You too. You guys take it easy. Yeah. Hey guys. Talk to you later. See, See you next, next week. Time. Bye. See you next week. All right. Right. Oh, by the way, give it about half an hour, just over half an hour for that file to upload. All right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Catch you. Bye. I don't know what it is because I missed that <laughs> section at the beginning, but I will find out, I suppose. Okay. Ready. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay.